Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. So here I am sitting on my couch playing Arkham Knight and all of a sudden my doorbell rings. Who's there? The mailman. I'm terrified. What the hell does this guy want from me? Oh, I have a package. Oh, that package is from Nature Box. So you know what that means. I got five or six new snacks delivered directly to my door. Mailman said, I say, thank you to the mailman. Mailman says, hey, you're not wearing any pants. And I say, I know. And I'm going to jam these snacks down my gullet. Thank you, Mr. Mailman. Nature Box is a monthly healthy snack delivery company. They deliver snacks to your door. You get to choose from hundreds of different types. My two personal, you know, I'm a big nut guy. So my two favorite are the sriracha roasted cashews and the blueberry almonds. I've been saying sriracha cashews for a while, but apparently they're also roasted, which is important. Everybody loves roasted stuff. They like Jeff Ross. They like uh, marshmallows, pigs. Everything tastes better roasted. And there's no chance of you getting bored because they release a new snack every month, several new snacks, and they just throw it in there. It's full of flavor, no junk. Not flavorful. It's full of flavor. Get it right, people. They're just fun, flavorful snacks made with ingredients that you can trust. Taken from me, Senator John Gabris. Plus, they have this guarantee. If you ever don't like one of the snacks, just let them know and they won't put it in the next one. Unlike your mother, who packed that goddamn tapioca pudding for five years despite what you told her. So do me a favor and head over to naturebox.com backslash Gabris and order yourself a Nature Box snack pack. And guess what? You get the first one for free on Nature Box. Though, if they're not listening to this ad, I'm going to say it's on me. You go to naturebox.com backslash Gabrus. I'll treat you to your first month of Nature Box snacks. Get the sweet nuts, try the salty nuts, and don't forget the spicy nuts. One last time, that's naturebox.com backslash Gabrus for your first box of Nature Box box snack box. That's Gabrus saying box enjoy the podcast it's about to start after four more commercials
What's up, shitheads? Welcome to another episode of the High and Mighty Podcast. I am your host, John Gabris. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite films of all time. That's right. Dare I say film. Predator. We're going to be talking about Arnold, Carl Weathers, vests, baby oil, machine guns, biceps, random South American terrorist groups. We're going to be talking about it all. Um, before we get right into it, I just have to make one correction here. We feel like such idiots, but we refer to a character as Duke throughout the entire podcast. And the character we're actually referring, referring to is Mac, played by the wonderful actor Bill Duke. So, again... For most of you who don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about in the podcast or now, I just got to know for the three of you out there who are diehard Bill Duke fans that we mean Mac whenever we say Duke. All right, guys, here you go. I've got Ben Rogers and Ryan Stanger in the quote unquote studio, aka the sweaty office in my apartment. One night at Birds, Ben and I had a show. We were drinking and started talking about Predator. Ryan overheard us wandered up to us and said, are you guys talking about Predator? And then for the next 90 minutes, we isolated ourselves and only talked about Predator. And I feel bad that America missed out on that conversation. So that's what we're doing here today. We're going to be talking about a movie that has one bad guy, two governors, and more vests than a valet's closet. All right, Ben and Ryan, let's talk Predator. Okay, I mean, I disagree with you that there's one bad guy. Ooh, yeah, it's true. There is the... I could see, You could say all the the Valverde, like, um, <laughs> fucking... The Latino like, ethnic yeah. cleansing yeah. that the commandos yeah. do. I mean, yeah. those guys are maybe the bad guys. There you could say Carl Withers is the bad guy. He tricked all these commandos to go there for some CIA bullshit. Dylan, you son of a bitch. Yeah. There are a lot of bad guys. <laughs> um, my, do you, do we understand the politics of the movie? Well, there's there's so many different directions that we can go mm-hmm. because for people listening, our reach extends far beyond the actual plot of the movie. It goes into the behind the scenes. We've all mm-hmm. three of us have watched the all hour the, and yeah. thirty minute <laughs> featurette that's on the DVD. Yeah, have read every blog post about the movie and have worshipped one or two or more of these cast members since we were children. Right, mm-hmm. and so and there's tons of like conjecture and trivia about the movie and like multiple facts that are. I mean, there's some stuff that we know for sure, but there's other stuff that like has changed in different facts that I've read of it, like legends and lore. Legends and lore <laughs> behind the scenes. Do we talk about like should we let it bring up everybody up to speed on like the pop plot of the movie, or do we get into the behind the scenes stuff? I say or? let's go quick little plot. Okay. Plot rundown. Uh, um, Carl it, Weathers, okay. uh, a CIA operative, hires Arnold Schwarzenegger's group uh, of commandos. To do a rescue mission on some kidnapped... Do we have to go through the plot point? I mean, if somebody is listening to this, I assume they watch the fucking movie. You know what? I don't want to talk the plot point. If you haven't li- if you haven't watched the movie, why the fuck are you listening to this? Well, to be fair... No, not- I, don't want to, I don't want to be inclusive whatsoever. Well, yeah. John Gabriel has a the lot of The real question is, why the fuck are you listening to this at all? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm assuming Whether or not it's about Predator or not, why are you listening to this podcast? Let's not open up that can there's of worms. There's a lot of, <laughs> lot of women probably listening to this, I'm sure. So they're getting all my what they have. Yeah, all your female all the fan. strong female characters yeah. in Predator. <laughs> right. The, the one Latina, the one South American girl that they keep handcuffed for the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Doesn't talk. <laughs> doesn't talk. It's the only female character in the yeah. whole movie. 
but has like a maternal presence. You know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so we so we have these commandos. They're in the jungle. They think they're there for one reason. They they're so there's a couple things. They're getting double crossed. They're getting double crossed by Carl Weather. Mm-hmm. This is where it gets complicated. They think they're there for one reason. They're actually there for another reason. But the plot of the movie is a third reason. Right. Third reason. <laughs> yeah. They needed a fourth reason. Yeah. That's what that's what was missing. They also need to be like, there's yeah. a tsunami coming. Yeah. So, yeah. They need <laughs> somebody we, needed to fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> there it would have been predator nice. Predator needed to fall in love. The, with somebody. the double cross B story though does give us the best Schwarzenegger line ever that they refuse to rewrite which is uh so you cooked up a story and dropped the six of us into a meat grinder you know <laughs> you'd think that like after they tried 57 takes they'd be like hey listen you know it yeah. doesn't sound good coming out of arnie let's you know, let's, let's lose the meat to, grinder yeah part let's tell it, him you, know? you double crossed us yeah you double crossed <laughs> cooked up a story yeah it's tough you know this sound, he never speaks in more than four word sentences for the whole movie except for that one interaction yeah, yeah. it's like eloquent yeah that's um, when they decided to bring the writer in and make sure he was on yeah. set. Okay, that's so yeah, let's. That's a great. That's another piece of trivia. Let's hit. Let's explain that to people, because we're now we're assuming they've seen the movie or they caught up based on our amazing plot right. points. P- pause. Go watch the movie. Okay. That's always a funny thing when people do that in podcasts. They say, "Pause. Go do what we're talking about," and then we're pretending like you're all coming back for the first time now. Uh, Can yeah. I point out I've done zero research or watched Predator f- in preparation for this podcast? <laughs> yeah, you can um, point that out. Me I too. probably haven't watched it in, I would say, five years, maybe longer. That's possible. Um, I feel like you and I got we, fucked up and watched it a few We got years fucked back. up that and watched the behind the, last... the scenes together. Okay. <laughs> On <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> I, I'm similar. I've watched it more recently, but I'm similar. Like, But it's it weighs heavy on my mind. Like, I can recall all of it pretty well. I was yeah. surprised. I rewatched it last night just to try to be at least um, uh, <laughs> as the host of this whatever the fuck this is. I watched it last <laughs> night, and uh, I had seen it maybe two years ago, and then like two did you guys watch it? Here's a question. Right. I have a couple of questions I want to ask of you guys specifically. Did you guys watch this movie with your dad when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Of course. I feel like our people our age, like I have such a strong connection to Arnold and Seagal and Van Damme through watching those movies with my dad. Me too. Like I, I just like was one of the only things my dad and I ever did together <laughs> was like <laughs> watch action movies and then uh, he would make some sort of comment whenever the titties would come out and then that's why I like Predator is that there's no sex in Predator so I never had to like hear my dad go like she's a snapper eh John oh, geez. Uh, that's why he liked it <laughs> it spared you from like the abuse that, the weird... and watching it again is one of the things I liked about it I felt like everyone in our generation I'm like oh the reason this means so much to us is because we we watched it when it came out. What was that? Like 80s? Maybe I didn't watch it. 87. Else. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't five when I first saw it, but... You didn't have some, like, confusing hard-on with your dad when you were watching <laughs> or this. The... Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> Not until the scene when all of them are stripped down, bare-chested, pulling the rope yeah. trap down. Oh, yeah. I get yeah. when the predator opens up its face i get hard as rock because <laughs> that's what the first vagina saw, you saw yeah like it had four yeah. teeth on the outside it had four of it. teeth she had um uh what do you call that vagina dentata uh-huh stay, I used to, stay uh, tuned I for the next episode a band called that <laughs> I <used> to- <laughs> there's definitely an icelandic death metal band named vagina yeah. dentata we have vagina de- de- dentata <laughs> <laughs> hello awesome. usa awesome t-shirts yeah, yeah. They're Juicy. just like yeah, they have like a like a real impressive stage show, you know, a lot of energy, but <laughs> lot, their music yeah. sucks, music you know, sucks, but, but they got yeah. good costumes. I'm a way bigger fan of Toothy Pussy. <laughs> I consider Everybody that, yeah. loves smooth pussy, but I like it real <laughs> toothy. 
And again, all inclusive podcast. <laughs> a lot of women listening. Yeah. Um. So the other thing about this movie I wanted to bring up is that mm. I love gratuitous. I had a poster of Arnold from this movie. You know, the classic holding the M16 with the grenade launcher in one arm, kind of dirty vest, bare chested, but yeah. so much gratuitous bicep and chest and ab flexing in this movie that I I forgot how much like that happened in movies, period. Rewatching it last night, I'm like, they're just justifying all these things. Like, Arnold at one point says, like, like stop and, and like to hold his crew he's like clenched his yeah, fist yeah. so hard I'm like <laughs> he's they got you into up. bodybuilding yeah what you're saying yeah that got and that's why I'm the that's fucking why you're ripped the Adonis beast I am. you are now yeah I will I will say that this one is effective in its use because it's like there's there's something in the way that it's shot that it it feels like they're in the jungle you know what I mean yeah yeah they're, yeah, they're sweaty yeah so yeah, they're so oiled up yeah. dude. the scene the uh, I I gave these guys some patches that say you son of a bitch with a black arm and a uh, orange arm <laughs> yeah. clenched in the predator man shake that Dylan and uh, Schwarzenegger share early in the movie Dutch 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 yeah the, the close up in that scene is oh also the it's my desktop wall. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they got the color right that is an orange arm yeah. it's truly an orange arm that scene that close up is so the arms are so greasy and also it's an air arm wrestling yeah. match which really is no, not a strength no, thing no. <laughs> if you're like that's yeah. just leverage or whatever but that scene was used in a documentary i saw called bigger faster stronger about steroid yeah. use oh, yeah. great, and it's great like movie. Yeah, great movie that 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 is so iconic. Right. Just oh, yeah. fucking muscles. Yeah. And Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then, like, Carl Weathers is like, okay, Dutch, okay. He's, and he's like, that got you pushing pencils yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah. Pushing too many he's pencils. so weak. Yeah. No, he <laughs> says, what's this fucking Thai bullshit? <laughs> they got you pushing too many pencils. Yeah. And yeah and Dylan's response is, hey, enough about the Thai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the tie is like what some, a burn. It looks like something from a Tennessee Williams play. It's like in like pastels and shit. Yeah, it's, it's like, like office space. Yeah. <laughs> it's like does anybody give a fuck if you wear a tie out in Valverde? Like they're in the jungle yeah. in a military base. Why, yeah. Why is why he in a tie? He, he is a CIA agent, but he's in a hut now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about Valverde for a minute. Okay. Um, Valverde is a made-up right. South American country, right? right? Yes. That like four movies reference right yeah it's sort it's, of it's like commando it's, it's where he goes in commando yeah, it's post contra scandal um <laughs> like where can we say that just bad shit is going down yeah. that america's involved in south america so right yeah, right like we, we can't keep killing America. russians yeah. 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 And yeah. although in this one the russian component is <laughs> <laughs> of course it's, it's there. the cold war yeah so there's like <laughs> russians i guess that have some CIA document. Yeah. It's so weird because I, I, same thing, like I watched this with my dad as a kid and like I completely missed all that shit. Like I didn't know what was going on until... Oh, I didn't care. It didn't care. Yeah. So like, let's just get to the predator part. But it's funny, thinking back about the movie, I forget about that whole scene which is like a, a 15 minute amazing, awesome. brutal action sequence. Yeah. So yeah. awesome. And you forget about that because you only think about the predator. But there is that like first act fight scene that's like 15 minutes long Who's the dude? Chavez has like that grenade launcher gun. Yeah. He fires. 
over 50 grenades. <laughs> At one point, what does he say? Doug, what does Ventura say? Dug in like an Alabama tick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, then Chavez takes his grenade launcher and just fires five grenades in the direction that the guy was referencing. And when the fifth one lands, two dudes just leap off the cliff. That's my, oh, that was another thing. That happens ten times in that fight. And that's one of my favorite things from these movies. Is a grenade goes off and then two guys just do flips yeah, into they, the that ground. that air ram thing going. <laughs> they, they, they like perfected that in Commando. And then it comes back. <laughs> in a major way in Predator. There's also like the amount of ammunition they use. It's like they're, they just choppered in there and like like blade down on these choppers like on zip lines. The fucking, they would have to have trucks and trucks yeah. and trucks of ammunition. So like how they fucking shoot. Fucking Dutch uses four, 40 bullets anytime he encounters one guy and they all, Carl Weathers especially because he has like the little like MP5 yeah. submachine gun. He goes back and forth with it anytime he shoots it. He's like, yeah. it's like you're just Spraying yeah, bullets. they're just jerking their wrists around like they're doing like a sideways hand job or something. You gotta every set up how shoot. badass these guys are, so you know like this is how good the predator is. I yeah, mean, these guys are the best. <laughs> they're the best, and the, so and they don't need, and they they don't and and it's also wink to how like how much ingenuity Schwarzenegger has is that he picks up that truck. <laughs> And they're like, what, what the hell are you doing? Because yeah, like everybody's so into weapons. It's like, oh, this guy doesn't even need... He, he can improvise yeah. with the things around him. Yeah. And that'll what? come in handy well, yeah, later. You gotta set that up. Yeah. They, you know the first draft of that script that when they got Arnold, they were like, well, we gotta have him lift something because like we have to justify why this man giant is running around. So famously, in drafts of the script, we have a like a, a brother team that writes this script, right? And this, so like the lore is that it came about because uh, people were making the joke that like uh, Sylvester Stallone as Rocky has fought everybody and the only thing left for him to fight next is an extraterrestrial and that inspired this brother team like Jim and John Thomas or something yeah. like that save the tweets if I'm not right on that motherfucker yeah save the tweets yeah save funny. the tweets ladies you're gonna get a lot of stuff at wrong at our stone stanger yeah. <laughs> light them up bitches <laughs> So uh, for the twelve-year-old girls listening to this, yeah. So I guess it was just, <laughs> it was just, uh, it was just the one guy fighting this predator out in the woods, all right, or out in the jungle somewhere. And then when Arnold got it, he liked it, but he wanted it to be a team of commandos. And then I'm, I'm guessing that it's Joel Silver that stepped in there too, that yeah. wanted it to be like action whore. Yeah, it makes sense. And uh, I, I feel like I read somewhere too that Arnold uh, attributes the success of this film to how big and muscular all the Commandos are. <laughs> that is like the most Arnold thing. Yeah, it's like, I, I think the reason is a combined bench press of over. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing everybody's loving the way that they're looking so big and strong, you know, and they're just trying to watch it for these reasons, and yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, let's let's run through the commandos while we're on okay. the topic of commandos. Let's talk them out. So all for, insane. All except Shane Black. All insane. Uh, and I mean, he he's even pretty crazy, right? He's doing the horrible jokes. Yeah. Jeez, he got a big pussy, like all those jokes. Like oh, yeah. I think it's supposed or Shane Black is a person or all the, the actors that all play. the actors he's i heard nuts too okay <laughs> i yeah. can only imagine all these human beings they're all legitimately the characters they're playing are insane characters but apparently it's just a shade off from what all these people are like <laughs> in real life so to start we've got dutch played by arnold schwarzenegger yeah. we don't have to get into him too much but he seems to be a cigar smoking <laughs> he just seems should to be we, arnold should we call out your dog real quick in yeah case people here like licking and sniffing in the yeah. background amir uh, uh, the Mike. podcast producer is licking and sniffing the dog in case yeah. you hear anything. <laughs> Arthur Gabris is present in the room and he is very needy and he loves Ben so he's sitting on Ben's lap and licking and sniffing all over the place. Mm. 
And then if you hear any other licking and sniffing, that's me on Stanger's calves. Yeah. <laughs> Super developed. Yeah. Um, and salty. They should be yeah. a little salty. salty. Yeah. That's yeah. why dogs yeah. like them this time of year. Yeah. They yeah. need salt. All right, so then after uh, after Dutch, we have Dylan, played by um, Carl, Carl Weathers. Weathers uh, also, Carl Weathers in any other movie would be the most cock-diesel motherfucker you've ever seen, no. <laughs> but not next to fucking Arnold. <laughs> he doesn't hang next to Arnold. And he's the CIA. He's like the brains or the sketch. Former partner. Former partner, right. And uh, I also heard brought in behind the scenes as an acting heavyweight to add some credibility to <laughs> 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 Action Jackson's the only one with any fucking yeah. uh, chops out yeah. there. <laughs> right, so then after him, we've got Chavez, who is the resident Latino. I guess he's the translator. Yeah, he has right. the grenade launcher gun, too. Right. And he seems to be like a, not a communications, but he's like a possible medic or something like that. Something. I mean, he the he's per- definitely the weakest character. He's the yeah, weak. Yeah. Like that, well, that's what I was saying. What this movie doesn't have that action movies happen have after this is that opening setup where it's like you see them on one previous mission. Like where you like the cold open is them doing something and you see... Uh, whoever doing explosives, someone else doing the sniper, someone else doing the sneaky shit, I and then you're like, now you know what this is supposed to be. The, the opening scene's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. The Do you opening... mean the, them in yeah, the right. village destroying yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Except everybody just does the same shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny, but that he does. He's trans. He's the translator. Yeah, he's like he's the translator. Tra- yeah. 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 And then, so then that goes, that brings us to... She's talking crazy. Does yeah. he, like, say something like that? Yeah, when, he translates when the female wrong. character says one yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, just say, just say what the fuck she's saying, too, Shab. We don't need your fucking editorial yeah. comments yeah. on yeah. Dylan's like, opinion Yeah, Dylan's like, that's not what she said. Yeah. It's like, all right, now we're arguing about the translation. Yeah. Just put subtitles on, we can just enjoy it. What she it. said doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so then after that, we got Hawkins, played by Shane Black. Right. And the behind-the-scenes story on that is that he was brought in by Joel Silver to help work on the script because Shane Black wrote uh, Lethal Weapon, right. Monster Squad, and great a writer. bunch of yeah, great yeah. writer, a bunch of awesome movies. Um, and he plays Hawkins, who is the nerd. Like you need one nerdy, yeah. like wimpy guy in every reading group. comic books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which reading. apparently Schwarzenegger had because they wanted him to do like what was that, Sergeant Rock? Sergeant Rock Sergeant is that the Rock. name of it? Or yes. yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So they sent him a crate of those comic books, and that's why he's reading them. Yeah, he, they're all reading them because they were yeah. like Arnold was maybe going to make that movie next. Yeah, yeah. and this is before iPads and stuff, people. So <laughs> yeah. you know, so all right, back when people had to read. All right, yeah, you we had to buy our girls. comics at the store, and they cost twenty five cents. <laughs> So that's Hawkins, and he has that recurring pussy joke that he keeps trying to get going. He keeps going. trying to get in there. He goes, uh, uh, what did you There's say? There's two. <laughs> oh, the, the, just, they're all about, just about chicks having a big pussy, but yeah. the joke specifically The are, second one is... The second one lands. I love eating your pussy. I love eating your pussy. Jeez, you got a big pussy. <laughs> oh, and he yeah. does the echo. Jeez, you got a big pussy. <laughs> and she goes, why'd you say that twice? He's like, I didn't. Yeah. And that finally gets that a laugh. Kills. That, <laughs> that kills. That kills. That murders. <laughs> I, my guess on that too is like it actually the character works now because they're like uh, <laughs> stand by Arthur is tangled in the wires uh, it's okay buddy the character just seems like some you know misogynistic scumbag trying to you know appeal to the most alpha dude there yeah. but my guess is that Joel Silver really thought those jokes were funny he's oh, like we gotta get those jokes in or I would fucking guess, pulling funding yeah, I guess they, like someone said that at a table read and yeah. Ventura laughed his ass off yeah. and they were like, assuming there was a table read for this fucking no, movie there's no way there was <laughs> there's nothing to read yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright so that's Hawkins that brings us to uh, what's the Sonny Landam's character's name Billy Billy, Billy. yeah he's and, built, often named 
same Billy in movies. Right, yeah, he's Billy in He's uh, Billy Bear hours. in 48 Hours, yeah. yeah. Billy, you know something. <laughs> so he's the tracker. And this is another cliche of 80s and 90s movies. Ben and I talked about this mm. a little bit is... Native Americans and like uh, people from New Orleans became mystics out of nowhere. You know, like there was like a period of time in these movies where it was like, well, he, 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 I don't know if Billy's Native American in this movie, but he has a pouch uh, totally around his neck and a totally big is. fucking yeah, knife. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he for absolutely Christ's sake. is. For Christ's sake, John. <laughs> Come on. I'll walk out of this podcast right now if you won't concede that he's Native American. In this and movie. he's bigger. Then, he's the biggest dude. He's the, the biggest dude. He, yeah. uh, with the exception of the guy who played pre- who plays Predator, right? Yeah. yeah. But this Billy is tremendous. This is the death I remember most from my childhood is Billy's death because I remember thinking it was like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> he like makes that big stand on the log where he yeah. pulls out the knife, cuts it across his chest, and then they walk away. And then you hear him die off yeah. camera. You yeah. don't even get to you see. You don't even him. get to see them fight. You, they no. set it up to be this huge <laughs> battle, and he just screams. Like, you you lost immediately. Ah! They're literally 10 feet further away. (laughs) He just immediately gets killed. Um, What's the back... He's got a great uh, behind-the-scenes story about him, right? Allegedly... They had to hire bodyguards to protect everybody else from him. From him. (laughs) This is one of those things, though, like, before you could really check on that shit. Right. It's like you hear all the time, like, so-and-so was a fucking, you know, Golden Glove boxer, like Ryan (laughs) O'Neill or some shit. Like, no fucking way. And then you watch Yeah, Marlon Brando was a starting fullback for the Detroit Lions. (laughs) I was listening to something when Richard Grieco was promoting like some gigolo show he was on and he was talking about how he got a football scholarship and then uh and then got cut and they're like why why'd you get cut like what happened he's like ah you know the coach i I was too much of a wild there's like no specifics he didn't know what his coach's name was it's just like Uh, coach the footballs yeah if if you fucking play you're spending 15 hours a day there you know who the fuck your coach is especially if he cuts you yeah because you go because you go head to head you're gonna be fucking hate that guy for the rest of your life yeah so this is they would always do they just invent this shit where it's just like this guy is you know drink a barrel of beer every day yeah like the andre the giant yeah yeah. <laughs> so who knows could be I mean he's a nutcase that's running for uh, mayor in Kentucky back in 2002 yeah, yeah, yeah. he, was, he yeah. was pursuing to be the maybe the third governor in Predator <laughs> um, then that gives us to uh, what's his name uh, it's not Dutch it's a what's the black dude's name uh, Duke. Duke Duke yeah Dutch and Duke, Dutch and Duke. <laughs> why? Why, why they're both D names that are also like British titles <laughs> uh, Duke uh, great great character great, great character the actor. great actor he's in he w- w- got the part because of how good he was in commando yeah. i eat green berets for breakfast yeah. right he's yeah. uh, oh let's have that aside we all love commando here right. as well that scene in commando when he throws uh duke, okay yeah we gotta talk about we gotta this. talk about this this is <laughs> yeah. very important so so he's uh, fighting what's duke's uh what's his what's that actor's name I feel bad not being able to know it. I don't know. We should uh, probably have like an IMDb. And he's page for sure Duke, up, but I like Commando, not. You know, right? we shouldn't look anything up. No, for, we no shouldn't look for sure Duke yeah. and Predator, right? Yeah, he's for sure Duke and Predator. Yeah. Um, so in Commando, <laughs> he plays the bad guy. Yeah, and um, he's somebody, a green beret. Th- I think, like, 
Arnold throws him through a motel wall. Right. He shows he up goes, at their motel yeah. room to, to assault him. And so uh, Arnold throws him through a wall into the room next door. <laughs> and there is yeah. a couple fucking in the bed, but it is a girl fucking a guy in the ass. Yeah. The dude yeah. is on all fours and the girl's behind him. That's a classic action movie thing, too, is break down a wall and there's right. a woman changing or something. Yeah. But, but this, this is a, this girl is a great spin. a dude yeah, in the back. This is a great twist this, on it. A, another thing I have to attribute to fucking Joel Silver. It's got to be like. <laughs> Like, no, no, I fucking pull funding unless we got her fucking him in the ass. And they're like, all right, Joel, if, if that's, you know, if you want to die in a hill for that, then fucking all right. Joel Silver, a.k.a. Cocaine, <laughs> made this decision. <laughs> um, and does that take us? Oh, and so Duke, the great actor, the weirdest character in that. Yeah, like, yeah definitely. Like, the, the, the shaving your face thing. He's I, I dry know. shaving with a plastic razor in like three different scenes. Yeah. He doesn't talk to anyone the whole time. Got the worst attitude. Got the worst attitude. And then when Jesse the Body dies, he's like, he was my friend. (laughs) It's like, what? You haven't spoken to anyone yet. (laughs) Yeah. That's the character they decided to make him friends with? Yeah. Like, this guy seems like the worst dude. (laughs) Oh, so that brings us to the next character, Jesse the Body. And who's playing? Blaine. Blaine, yes, Blaine. So he famously has the minigun mounted to his side. Yeah, he started, first appearance of a minigun, manhandled. Because they made the the gun up, right? Yeah, it's like, like a, it's like it's a helicopter mounted, gun yeah. mounted on yeah, a helicopter. Yeah, no one has carried it. Right. He's yeah. got a backpack. He's repelling. I, w- when you think about it, he's like repelling out of a helicopter with a backpack full of ammunition on the, like <laughs> a know. metal backpack filled with machine yeah, gun. Which is which has, would, probably has the best lines in the movie. He's got all the best lines. He's got in the all movie, the yeah. he's got all the classic lines. Yeah. Uh, so let's run through. Let's run through a few of them. Who's dug in like an Alabama t- a tick? Yeah. Is, is, is Some good. bitch dug up in there like an Alabama tick, right? Uh, I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> that's the. That's like a title of his book yeah, too. He wrote a memoir. Yeah. He's got a lot of fucking entree out of that fucking <laughs> quote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He also says, "Any of you slack jawed faggots want any of this?" Oh, in right. reference to chewing tobacco. Yeah. This was also the late '80s where being gay was like the worst yeah. thing that you could do. Yeah. Is that, yeah. <laughs> or the ultimate insult. Homophobia. Yeah. yeah it sucked, was, you know, rampant yeah. homophobia. Amongst these all oiled up dude, shirtless dudes. dudes. Yo, first yeah. of all, by the end of the movie, everyone's got different gear on, but by the end of the movie, everyone's in a vest with no shirt. Yeah. Like, that's clearly the fashion choice in that movie. Everyone has a, sh- a sh- no shirt underneath with a vest. Yeah, and it's a, they would have to make that choice too. Like, well, I'm, I'm going to remove some layers here. I'm going to take the vest off, lose the shirt, vest back on. You know, because that's yeah. where I hold my grenades. That's that what I you never know, get to do. Yeah, I got some fishing lures and shit on there, matches and stuff. You know, we're in the fucking Amazon for Christ's sake. Yeah, I can't believe we keep calling. Mac Duke because the actor's name is Bill Duke. The only thing that could have saved us is if there was an informative website about Bill Duke's roles on the internet. Say, for example, www.BillDukesCharactersNameIsMac.com. Huh, if I wanted to make that site, how would I make it? I don't know. Maybe I'd use Squarespace to make professionally designed. Regardless of my skill level, you don't even need to know coding. It's easy to use. It powers your site. They have 24-7 help for you to make this website. Be like, hey, I don't know. I need a bigger picture of Bill Duke on my front page. 
Can I ask you for help? And they will. It's only $8 a month, and you can get your free domain name if you sign up for a year. So just in case Bill Duke plays the character Mac in Predator.com is not taken, you can launch that website. You can start a free trial today. No credit card no credit card or credit card required or credit quads at squarespace.com you decide to sign up for squarespace do me a favor use the promo code gabris to get 10 percent off your first purchase and also to let squarespace know that people who listen to my podcast make websites uh don't let them know what kind of websites you're making because i don't want to know what kind of creepy fans i have they don't want to know but let them know so that they send me more money and i can keep making more bs websites squarespace build it beautiful all right, back to three dudes oozing machismo and talking about guns. Sexual tyrannosaurs. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's, 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 that's the, the point, uh, the second part of the, the right, tobacco yeah, so, comedy. Yeah. When, when we eventually do a spinoff podcast where it's just the three of us talking about Predator for hours on end, we'll call it sexual tyrannosaurs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is this one? Yeah, <laughs> This one's currently called High and Mighty since it's just my okay. pocket. But I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing overall. So it yeah. L- that's the, So that tyrannosaurus scene is when they're on the helicopter flying right. out, which is kind of an homage to Vietnam movies because they got Long yeah. Tall Sally by Little Richard, right? Yeah, and, and it's playing and you think it's non-diegetic and then they shut off a giant boombox. <laughs> That's in the chopper with them. Yeah. And like, that was unnecessary. No yeah. way you could hear that in that chopper. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which means it had to be in the shooting script. Yeah. It's like, well, fucking long, tall, sky. I don't care what it costs. Joel Silver, again, he's like, I don't give a shit what it costs. I'll yank funding unless we get this Little Richard song in the fucking opening sequences. It's a very much an homage to Vietnam because the movie takes place in the late 80s, but they're all dressed in, like, the like all Vietnam era Yeah, I think gear. you assume Dylan and Dutch were in Nam together. Yeah, because they are all a little... And it's part of the whole, like, you know, getting your masculinity back after, like, the <laughs> yeah. Vietnam. After Agent Orange yeah. sapped the sperm yeah. from your yeah. test. No, where were the parades when I came home, yeah. man? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> that alien. Valverde ain't gonna be a quagmire. <laughs> <laughs> it's a police action down in Valverde. <laughs> I uh, I got home. I couldn't go back to normal. <laughs> Imagine there was like a character that was like that heady about war yeah. <laughs> in the movie. Like yeah. everyone was like Hawkins. He's like the atrocities I've seen. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. We're gonna see it again, man. Like, give us ten years. It's gonna be all. It's coming it's, back. It's, yeah. yeah, and that that movie. Like, one of the things about this movie that makes it so awesome is that it is like human superheroes. They all. So there's a scene when. They're setting traps like like any other any other movie of the time. There's got to be at least one sequence where they're prepping a battlefield for something, right? And using suspension yeah. as a weapon, uh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, counterweight, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, they're all pulling a tree down, and this is like the thing they keep coming back to. They're just all pulling a tree down to make some sort of uh, one of those nets that scoops you up, and it's Arnold shirtless pulling on with gloves. Now all, all of a sudden they have like weightlifting gloves. <laughs> And then uh, it's Billy helping, and then they come back, and it's Dylan is helping, and all three of them are so fucking jacked and oiled up. It's like everyone is helping except for like do, like except for the guys who aren't bo- like uh, Jesse the bodies over there, and then the three that aren't professional bodybuilders are sort of just seen like cutting ropes and stuff. So we made the joke because Schwarzenegger said he thinks it's because of how well developed the guys are. They, I mean, between Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers. 
their physiques are awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like you look at something like the equivalent we have to that now would maybe be like Fast and the Furious with The Rock and Vin Diesel, but their bodies don't no. compare. I mean, The Rock's got a great physique. Vin Diesel, I mean, uh, yeah. Vin, you know, I, I was just, just like hitting arms like one day before shooting. It's like, all right. Yeah, I'm Vin fun. Diesel's on HGH doing buys and tries on shoot days. Yeah. That's it. These guys, I mean, these guys were coming in with like 21 inch waist and shit. It's just like <laughs> fucking crazy shit. And Jesse the body is huge, but he's right. not, he's not shredded. Like the body was a misleading nickname for him to have. It's like Jesse the Girth. He's like a big dude. Uh, So, oh, go ahead. uh, Sorry, uh, just going to Fast and the Furious. I read an interview somewhere that Vin Diesel said it would make no sense for his character to be like super muscular because he's like a guy who drinks Corona and works on cars. And what an amazing retroactive justification. Yeah. (laughs) Once the rock, he was the big guy, then the rock joins the movie. He's like, well, I don't have to work out. I don't want to have to commit to this shit. I remember hearing uh, Mark Wahlberg on Stern and he was talking about like all his different character choices, but it was just him deciding how much weight to go up or down, like, or how like muscular he should make these guys. Well, yeah, that guy, he's more like you know 225 um like that's his view of character that's his acting choices yeah it's just like yeah a little uh yeah a little bit more uh yeah you know he's more speed and agility than he is pure upper body strength listen i laugh but i'm kind of in that camp uh so 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 the famous thing with this movie, I feel like I've said that about nineteen different things. But, but if I know what you're talking about now, the, the, the lifting regime, the lifting yeah, regime, yeah. that yeah, is definitely this, one of the better behind, behind the scenes. This is fascinating. I want to. I'm curious as to your guys. There's my like a theory on this because the information that I got, and then you guys can chime in with yours, was that they. Arnold famously, there again, 20, 20 times famously, uh, brought in uh, a huge like weightlifting, you know, mm-hmm. room and setup uh, with a tent, and they were able to, you know, tra- ha- everything you needed as far as weight room. And so Carl Weathers says in an interview that none of them wanted to show the other people that they were working out. It's got to be all natural. It's got to be all natural. He just yeah, happened yeah. to look like just, a fucking yeah. action figure. Uh-huh. It happened to look like that, and so they would all compete with each other, and each one would try to go earlier before the other guy was there to the point where it got to where they were, like, working out at 2 a.m. to beat the other guy. Right, like, I, 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 something weird, Carl said weird. in the interview was, like, they didn't want to see each other working out, see how much weight people were doing or anything like that, so they would go, like... Or before, so these are guys who are shooting fourteen-hour days in a fucking jungle and are managing to squeeze in a workout. I saw a thing on, I looked up Predator Facts on a bodybuilding forum, and <laughs> holy shit, I recommend it. There's just like everything is like he wasn't even as lean as this guy. Like it's like all it's all like Jesse the body may have mass, but he is not even nearly as cut as you know. Yeah. He's like he must have been on some sort of and all this shit about it. But one of the things that it, it said was that uh, they would run ten miles a day. And then lift weights for an hour and a half each. I'm like, you don't get mm-hmm. up and run because th- those guys are also didn't. Wasn't there also a story that they like ran all the whores out of wherever they were shooting? Like they like ran through every woman that was in town. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know if that's a story, but <laughs> <laughs> let's hypothesize. They, 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 they seven of the that. yeah seven of the biggest weightlifting fucking scumbags, ego, like, yeah. ego-driven lunatic misogynistics show up in one fucking town. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen uh, Schwarzenegger's video when he's in Brazil? No. And he he did a this is back in his um weightlifting days probably when he was just like, you know, um Hercules or whatever and he did this um like tourism video for Brazil and it's him just go, it's like this is my favorite part of Brazil, the ass. <laughs> 
and it's just so misogynistic and, uh, and just like disgusting. So, you know, of course, you know, this is the only thing that women are good for, you know. Turn around, honey, show us your ass. And, yeah. Uh, going back to the uh, what uh, Stanger was saying, too, is um, Jesse the body wanted to have a bicep competition. Yeah, now, right. we don't know if this is real. So, this is definitely, this I buy, because he talks about this on the. They both talk about they it. They both, but it's fucking weird. Yeah, it really- is fascinating. But it's like, if it's what. Schwarzenegger says happened it's the longest con imaginable yeah. yeah to where he started planning it when he was like 11 years old it's like, <laughs> right, I don't know so as, as the story goes uh, Jesse and Schwarzenegger were having a competition of whose biceps were bigger Jesse asked the wardrobe people who do their measurements and he's like uh, how big are Arnold's how big are Arnold's biceps <laughs> uh, the black choppers got us surrounded <laughs> <laughs> 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> so I asked her, I said, how big are Arnold's biceps? And I told her to tell Arnold that I had smaller biceps and some shit like well, that. No, that's Arnold. Yeah, Arnold. That's, yes, that's Arnold, Arnold had her line. Okay, okay, Arnold yeah. had her But Jesse asked, and he's, he goes, oh, they're smaller than yours, all right. So he places a bet with Jesse the body who has bigger arms. And Arnold had the wardrobe woman lying to Jesse the whole time. Well, so here's what here's what I was able to gather. Jesse, <laughs> all three of us, by the way, have seen the same thing. Sorry, sorry, second time I paint your head on. Yeah, sure, your dad. Ben's trying to like smash his head through Fucking... the wall. <laughs> uh, so. Fuck this! Fuck this shit! Papers is crying. You want to challenge my old roommate, Pat? Oh god. Um. So, in in what I've seen, Jesse says that he won the bet. That he they they were in competition to see who had bigger arms. And while they were getting taped off and measured for their. Vietnam issue military gear. <laughs> he asked the costume lady who had bigger arms, and she said that it was. Uh, she said that you do, and so he bet Arnold and won. And then Arnold, they ask him. I'm assuming, like, hey, you know, the body's saying that you, you want to bet you had bigger arms, and he said, no, no, no. This is what happened. So you know, I'm talking to the costume people, and I'm saying to them, you know, of course, you know, tell them that I have bigger. Tell them that Jesse has bigger arms, and then he's going to bet me. And we bet the bottle of champagne and these things, and then at the end, you know, we of course will measure, and then mine will be bigger because you know I've been lying to him this whole time about who's is bigger and who's is not and these things. And so then they have like supposedly something where they actually tape it off, and that Arnold's were bigger, and then he wins yeah. the bottle of champagne. But that's not the way Jesse tells yeah. it, and it seems elaborate for Arnold yeah. to like. Yeah, it does not. It seems yeah, way too. Isn't it it's, you know, he's so egotistical. He can't. This is that's exactly what it is, he dude. He can't see how he could have lost. So like his brain rewired the whole yeah, incident. Yeah, and it's just like you're you're the your arms look better. He just is a fucking beefier arm than you. Who gives a shit, man? He's like, a fucking star. It works it. on bodybuilders, but it also works on wrestlers. Yeah, yeah that's that's exactly. it was a mind game. Yeah, it's yeah. a mind game. game. <laughs> it works on the bodybuilders, but also the wrestlers. Yeah, so it's just like this crazy inception thing where he's like, I'll plant this seed in Ventura's mine that his arms are bigger he'll then want to bet me and then I'll then trick him you know based with like you know bunk measuring tape that mine are actually bigger she's like all right but so in the besides no I mean of course he did really well in politics and became a governor (laughs) both of them both of them I mean but Schwarzenegger's like an evil mastermind in these interviews or if you watch pumping when you watch pumping iron you say oh this uh, guy is he's like a legit villain like he's a good villain he's great He's great. Um, 
the uh, the, the do thing you guys is, have your ways set to be Arnold's voice. Yes, I currently do because you told me. Uh, ways the app, the navigation app, has Arnold as a promotion for Terminator Genesis. Make it right. Great. That's the one thing. That's the best thing about Predator. What the vibe behind it is when you watch a twenty minute behind the scenes interview between two of the main characters. It is only about lifting weights and who had bigger arms. There's no discussion of characters, yeah. how they got the role. There's no, none of that bullshit. So... It's just like, who's the most jacked motherfucker? And they're so competitive with that shit that they don't... I mean, it's like, who was able to do it in the most secrecy? It's like, yeah. who gives a fuck? <laughs> when you worked out? I don't for... understand it's like this, whole... Yeah, and like, like Carl Weathers is explaining it like it's like, oh, you know when you're trying to get to the grocery market and the traffic's bad? I mean, it's like, so of course, you know, I don't want him to know <laughs> When I'm going, so I get up at 1 a.m. like anybody else would. I mean, are they show- like shooting up some roids or something? <laughs> they, and that's what they're talking about. It's like, yeah. I don't want anybody seeing me shoot up. Yeah. Anyone who talks about movies like this and Apocalypse Now, where it's like, we were in the jungle for 10 months, it was hell. That all sounds like the dream jobs for me. Like, I want to feel, I want to have to do steroids. I want to have to learn how to fire weapons. And then I want to have to live in a oh, jungle. The other behind the scenes part that is great is uh, the body talking about how he wouldn't do it. Who's the only person with actual military experience talking about he would never want to go into actual battle with any of these guys. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Because Jesse the Body was a Navy <laughs> yeah, SEAL. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I wouldn't want to do real combat with any of these guys. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. It the was actor? a piece of cake. It was nothing. Yeah. And he, like, apparently in interviews, Jesse the Body has since said, like, there was an alternate ending where he killed the alien, but it was too early in the film. So what? Then, yeah. And oh, then there's, uh, and here's a, another line he said, the reason the alien has to kill him is so that Arnold's character realizes that even the most badass, tough dude that is capable like. of... I like that. That is yeah. the most Jesse... He justifies his own death as it's necessary to show how tough the Predator is. <laughs> oh, uh, here's a little behind this, the thing we haven't talked about yet is that... Jean Claude Van Damme yeah, was right. originally the predator. He sucked. Who's, yeah. And he, apparently, according to the bodybuilding forum, they uh, he was such a whiny faggot they had to throw him off the set, <laughs> <laughs> which I doubt is. The... <laughs> well, it's so yeah, they don't sit anybody down it's... like, hey, sorry, it's not working out. You're a whiny faggot. Joel Silver's just blasting rails like, we need a bigger, blacker fucking predator in here ASAP. I... It's funny, too, because in speaking of, like, ego stuff, I've heard interviews with Jean-Claude where he's talked about how he purposely wanted to get fired from it. Right, because he he like, his face wasn't going to be in the movie. His face wasn't going to be in the movie, but he it's also had... He, what's that? It's a terrible job. It's a terrible job, but he also had a blood sport on the line. <laughs> so it's like, when they talk about it, it's like, this guy fucking wasn't a trooper, couldn't handle it, was too small, he's a fucking midget. And then when he's saying, you know, so of course, you know, I'm doing blood sport, and I want to film that, and then I'm hoping... Hoping beyond hope that they get fired from this. So to get out of my contract. So when I get the news, I'm so happy I'm off to shoot Bloodsport. And I won in the end, which is why I beat the Predator. You know? Yeah. It's like, all right, you know. He got fired. Predator and Bloodsport are probably the spinning how any anything that b- bad happened to you was your own doing yeah. and it was to get something great right. right that's the you rebuild your own narrative i'll say this is a crazy hypothesis here i would say predator and bloodsport are the mo- mother and father of my brain <laughs> like that uh, those two movies truly developed my taste in everything so bloodsport is the mother <laughs> Bloodsport fucked Predator in oh. a 1975 Buick Century. 
and had your yours truly right here. No rubber, fucking balls deep, blasted yeah. off inside. Of course, inside. direct deposit. You got a tight little pussy. Yeah, felt too good. Yeah, <laughs> predator felt too good. I can't fucking pull out. So then they bring in a seven foot two. When predator comes, it's the sound of uh, like the thermal. It's like. <laughs> That's the sound when I come. Uh, it's really funny. There's a scene when the Predator's... Watching the movie last night, my wife walked by when it was the thermal vision scene. Mm. She's like, what is this? And I have like a 60-inch television, so it's huge. It's HD. And I'm like, yeah, it's just like green and red swirls. The scene when the Predator picks up the dead scorpion in yeah, his hands. Yeah. No it, it makes, it makes no, no sense. It looks like an, a tattoo. And it's like, right. what the fuck? Yeah, I will say though, that's one of those things to where it it informed a lot of action movies after that. It's like a cool POV thing to yeah. do. And thermal, thermal vision came up a lot. After yeah, this and it's movie. like it's one of those like, how do you do that? It's just like cool idea. How do you do it? Like figure all that shit out. Right. And you know, it's... I read somewhere that they tried to use an actual thermal vision camera and it looked too crappy. So then they. Uh, like reverse the negative and then like added the color in post and that's why it's just like big blocks around and the the audio of what the predator hearing is crazy too it's like yeah. we almost died you hear like, <laughs> <You're> yeah. like <laughs> what? yeah this guy is you know has a significant challenge fucking hunting these motherfuckers in the like in the plot of the movie too it's like so he picks the jungle is because it's conducive to his climate they only come in the hot months so right. I'm assuming they are used to that kind of temperature. And then does he go there because there's there are, there is guerrilla soldiers? Yeah, or, I mean, he's attracted to badass. I think, also he, like, yeah, I think he seeks out the like uh, trophy kills. Yeah, but there happens to just be, I mean, mostly just like farmers and shit there. There are some guerrilla soldiers. <laughs> right. Like, what a windfall for him that there's two fucking Delta Force yeah. teams there. <laughs> it's like you go to like shoot rabbits and it's like there happens to be like a lion there. Yeah. It's like, fuck yeah. yeah did he just like, get lucky? Yeah. I mean, could he have been tracking the original Delta Force? I mean, I'm going to do some help for the movie. <laughs> um, I think he was tracking the original Delta well, Force that was She down says there. that like he only comes in hot weather. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it's like this is oh, a yeah. spot they pick. It's they like, sort of retroactively like brush over that in the in the subsequent mythology of Predator. Oh, yeah, yeah, but that uh, that's the sequel. I leave I leave after the first one. Yeah. I, there's tons of people they're like, well, in their hierarchy of their planet, there's there's warriors, there's leaders, there's different kinds <laughs> yeah. of like fuck There's off. scouts, there's what that was just a scout. You don't want to have to go yeah, head to head with a I'm warrior. Like, I'm out, bro. So the one thing we have in a uh, couple of things. Oh, we so you talked. believe her story. You believe her crazy <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that job is so like yeah. she's talking crazy. Yeah, and somebody then she slap speaking, her. Being able to speak yeah. English in the movie too. Yeah, that wasn't what she said. What she said doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, thanks, Dylan. <laughs> yeah. Well, what uh, the fuck did she say then, motherfucker? <laughs> Let's talk about the final fight. Let's talk about Arnold versus the Predator. Okay. Which is uh, we haven't spoken about yet. Which, when I watched the movie again, it's not as much of the movie as I like remember it distinct. Like I, I, I remember the mud being such a cool thing. Yeah, the yes. mud's mud's great. Mud's a great specific. Uh, but uh, since MythBusters have done that, they busted that your your body temperature would just warm the mud eventually. <laughs> Yeah. Also, every he, time they show the Predator's reapplies. vision, he, he reapplies. <laughs> yeah, he so, does. He does reapply. I counter he myth does myth. reapply. Yeah. Yeah. All right. They, we, we busted that myth. <laughs> yeah. Also, the other thing. We, we only did we did the myth busting so the myth busters would yeah, yeah. get busted. Yeah. It's, the myth busting is an inside job. 
That was a plan from the beginning to bust their myth. I knew that they would try busting that, so I, I established the myth. <laughs> Now they're too concerned with busting that myth. They forgot about 9-11 and the black choppers. Uh, oh, getting the chopper is in this movie, too. Right. And I forgot how unimportant of a line it is. He just yells it to the uh, Spanish woman before she's brutally destroyed. Oh, oh, she, she lives. lives. Oh, she lives. Yeah, yeah the other guy died. Or Chavez died. Oh, Chavez died. I can make it. I can make it. Yeah. He plays a great pussy. Yeah, <laughs> just die. Shut and then up, Predator dude. is in the uh, the actor. The giant is, is the, the is the helicopter. The pilot. only seven foot two black helicopter pilot. In. <laughs> we like, don't know he's that. He's in his chest. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Lee, like wasn't David Robinson unable to be uh, on a submarine because he was so tall. <laughs> but you could be a helicopter pilot. He'd be yeah. sitting with his knees up in his face. Right. At a like, certain point, he would have fallen out. You know? <laughs> um. The other thing is, every time they cut to Predator's thermal vision when Arnie is in the mud, there is no heat. Yeah. There's no animals in this jungle. There, you never you never see... It's always just jet black and them. There's got to be other shit. Well, there was up. that no. rabbit that he kills, and that's how he figures out the thermal stuff. Yeah. And then my other there's question... one scorpion. Yeah. One scorpion. <laughs> yeah, then my other question is, if it's hotter than 98.6 degrees in the jungle... What does that look like in thermal vision? Wouldn't that just be like all blast of red? Like, yeah. Again, I'm going to help the movie out here. Uh, it's alien technology. By the way, Rogers has been doing blow off a picture of Joel Silver this whole time. <laughs> a framed headshot they of Joel Silver. They got the same fucking oh. sensibilities. Oh. I want every goddamn hooker in the world out there for these guys. All right, you we got to keep these guys satisfied. <laughs> if we don't get them hooker, they're going to fuck the one female actress. I, yeah. All of them hooked up with that girl. All of them boned that girl, right? Uh, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah. All right. So I mean, if there weren't prostitutes, they would have all killed each other. <laughs> oh, there, there is a, there is a another. Uh, speaking of pigs, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we just lost the last woman that was listening to this show. It was that actress? Well, she died. Yeah, <laughs> the woman. The woman uh, died. There was a boar in that movie. Remember? And Duke kills the boar, and he right. feels like he killed the predator. He's like, I got it. And yeah. Just like a fucking, you son of a bitch. He rolls over and stabs it like 15 times. Yeah. You know. They would have made fun out of made fun of him a long time for that. Like, they yeah. did. They laugh at. It's like the dude who just said his best friend died. They just buried him in a fucking <laughs> in a in his fucking uh, yeah. poncho. Yeah. A bear, a boar comes in. They stab him. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. It's like guys, this is not the yeah. time for. Didn't you hear his not a scratch monologue? Come on, <laughs> not a scratch. Not I'm gonna a... have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. <laughs> That's yeah. a real weird part. He takes his hat off, slams it on the ground. He's like, I'm gonna have me some fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have me some fun. Yeah. He's He's the most fucked up of all of them. Yeah. yeah. That's when Dylan looks over at him and he breaks the uh, razor off on his own face. And you're like, oh boy. So yeah. So we have, we were talking about the, the end fights. We have Kevin Peter Hall, who's masterfully replaced Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's yeah. incredible in it. It's the Predator. Like even when we were talking about the movies, other movies a little bit. He looks the best. Like his body in that suit. It looks awesome. And he's like a the way giant, he then he's lanky, so it's mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah. And he moves really well. Like he had made some choices as far as how as far as how he wanted to move. Like it feels like an alien. Yeah, it feels really cool. I like the scene when he climbs down the tree past Arnold when Arnold's hiding in the tree and you could just see the weird camo. Yeah. He's like climbing down like a spider. It's like super interesting. Yeah, I guess that suit was exquisitely heavy. Yeah, it was like 200 pounds. Right. I read. He's yeah, completely, it's amazing. He did an amazing job. Yeah, completely blind in <laughs> he it. Earned, he earned that pilot cameo yeah. to really get his face in the movie. <laughs> Fucking guy, unfortunately, 
was succumbed to AIDS. He, yeah, he died from AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus up. Christ! Of all the people in that movie to die from AIDS, it's him. Yeah. Not those guys running through Valverde prostitutes. No, the square that was like yeah. the uh, motion <laughs> actor <laughs> fucking died of AIDS before the AZT that guy died, cocktail. Died of AIDS. Where else did everybody land? Uh, Jesse became governor and then became a conspiracy theorist. Uh, yeah, uh, became- Schwarzenegger governor, governor. fucked his, uh, his maid. Maid. Yeah. <laughs> Had a kid who looks exactly like him. And still an actor. Still, <laughs> still, yeah. doing, still doing the same shitty, movies he did. Shitty sequels to his classics. Um, uh, Shane Black just did Iron Man Sh- 3. Yep. He's got some cool shit in. Yeah, uh, parent, parent. Uh, d- director did some time. Yeah, oh, John McTiernan. John McTiernan <laughs> did some time for Spine. About that. What, else did, what else did he direct? He directed uh, Die Hard, right? Die, did, Hard, Die Hard did um, True Lies. No, didn't no, do True no, Lies. No, he, did, he did Last, um, Last Action, Action Hero. Hero. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, which Shane Black wrote yeah. also. Oh. He did um, uh, Thomas Crown Affair remake with Pierce Brosnan. It's kind oh. of a fun little movie. <laughs> he did Rollerball. And then the last movie he did was Basic. Right. So actually, like, done some cool Hunt for Red October. Oh shit! He was yeah. on a roll there for a while. Yeah, he, was a he, kid. he watched a lot of movies that affect. He made a lot of movies that affected me big time as a kid. He yeah. so I guess like uh, I was talking to this guy that was trying to produce a film with him before shit blew up. And this is all anecdotal, may not be true, but <laughs> I guess like he is like a real prima donna and like wanted some huge amount of money in the soft budget. Which is like just what they have like for like you know treats and shit yeah. and like hotels and stuff and the guy's like nah we're at this stage where we need to put all the you know the money into the, the hard budget you know <laughs> and like fucking McTiernan just walked on the movie <laughs> and the guy's like you're being a fucking pussy man just fuck you, you know you don't get the fucking you don't get the Oreos you get Hydrox man sorry what the fuck do you want and like McTiernan walked and if you look like the guy didn't make that many movies he's done like eight or eleven movies yeah. for yeah. such a prolific he had a great run in the eighties yeah because yeah. he, he could be just picking up any fucking show t- like straight to DVD action movie right, right now if he wanted but what was the thing that he got bagged for he had so I guess he has like 10 XYs or something and he hired famed PI Anthony Pelicano <laughs> to uh, to do like some wiretapping on something <laughs> and they fucking he got they, I thought he did wiretapping on another producer maybe it was another producer maybe yeah it, th- it was something like where he thought he was getting fucked out of something and he like yeah or he, somebody was like kind of like uh warring with or yeah. whatever yeah. yeah it could be that maybe i might be thinking of kurt kerkorian but um yeah because pelicano's reach ran deep man <laughs> <laughs> and mctiernan did 12 months i think he was supposed to do like two years yeah. and he did 12 fucking months <laughs> and now he like filed for bankruptcy and shit oh, poor and, guy, uh, i would dude. love to hear his stories uh, doing time i mean oh. they must be great like because he must talk to the, uh, those guys about predator and shit, right <laughs> i mean that's how he must have gotten by it's like remember when um who's the guy from stone temple pilots went to jail scott for, whalen yeah and i remember he came out and was like yeah I'm gonna be producing some rap albums. Okay, lemons out, lemonade out of lemons, bro. Any port in a storm. There was that that referee that like that some referee in the NBA had to do some fucking hard time, and the guy said that he joined like an Aryan gang, and they wanted him to get a tattoo, which he wouldn't do. But he's like, I shaved my head, but it's the only thing I could do to save my life. Oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I would be so fucking open butthole if I ever went to jail. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be like, I'd rather get, uh, I'd rather have sex with strange, strange men than get the shit kicked out of me. I of course wanted this to happen. It was something yeah. that I des- designed as a strategy so from the beginning. I from wanted the... to know how small his cock was, so I wanted him to <laughs> fuck, fuck me, me in my ass. <laughs> and a girl that had just joined back in left. 
<laughs> a girl who just walked back into the room of the dead woman who's listening yeah, to this right. podcast. So. Yeah. Um, all right, so why don't we wrap it up here? Uh, I guess this is my <laughs> one of my first times hosting a podcast. I could go fifteen or sixteen more hours. I, yeah, I, I'm going to be so. I'm going to be 100 percent honest. I, 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 uh, listeners, you know, tweet at me and Ben and Ryan if you want us. We will do this again and talk exclusively about Predator <laughs> and these guys again. But also, we've got Commando, we've got Bloodsport, mm-hmm. we've got all our favorites that we can. Uh, like there's, I feel like there's I feel like there's 15 movies from around this period of time that. I don't even have to watch and we could talk the three of us have like that same yeah, culture. Take this take this on Mythbusters. I bet we could talk about Bloodsport for the next 17 years if we spoke every hour, every minute, every I don't know, whatever, some unit of time that's really impressive. Yeah, ben could, and I wrote a 15-minute one-act play based on Bloodsport where he plays Frank Dukes and I play Jackson. And what about the behind the scenes with the fucking guy that was the yeah, inspiration? The liar. The liar. He went to like a trophy yeah. shop and had to make fake trophies for the fucking Kumite. At the end of the movie when they show the records. The records like, are the wait. fastest punch, the fastest kick. And they're all like different One's like meters, one's seconds. One's like miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how the fuck do you have these self-claimed titles? He fought in over, it says like fought in over 100 full contact fights. You would be <laughs> severely destroyed, even if you won them all. It's if you so fought 100 bare knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's just the fun, and the guy wanted to see the medals and stuff, so he just went to some trophy shop in the valley, <laughs> and the fu- some reporter like oh. found the like receipts, or like, nah, dude, you just fucking bought that. Hi, dude, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna start buying myself cool. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I won two myself, man. I'll show you the trophies, dude. I got a couple records. So, uh, tweet at us and let us know if you'd rather us do another one on uh, Predator or Commando or Bloodsport. I feel like we can get deeper. We're just scratching the surface on Predator. Pred- yeah. Oh, yeah. Pred- I feel yeah. like we were scattered. I mean, yeah, I'm warming up. Yeah, we yeah. could talk just about I mean, just I haven't even body. seen the movie. <laughs> All right, now we're going to go watch Predator and come back and record another hour. Pause. We're going to pause and come back in one hour. All right, so, uh, Ben, where can listeners find... I don't know if this is something we have to do, but Ben, where... Plugs. You do the plugs, Plugs. Plugs. You fucking earned it. Got some great Jesse Ventura impressions in there. People Uh, are going to be interested. Uh, We're out of time. time. All right, bummer. Okay, well, yeah, just... uh, Is it at Ben T. Rogers on Twitter? Uh, or no, that's no. your email. Uh, yeah, that's my, that's my email. <laughs> my email's at, at rocketmail.com. <laughs> ben T. Um, Rogers at AOL.net. Yeah. Mine's <laughs> CorvetteGuy69 at Hotmail. <laughs> my email, my first email was surfrat69 at AOL.net. Surfrat? Because <laughs> I was a little surfer kid and I thought it would be cool. <laughs> and then my next one was Enforcer53. <laughs> Based on the character from the movie Big Wednesday, who's the bodybuilder slash surfer in the movie. I love it. You went straight ahead at first, and then you went a little more inside baseball in the second one. It's like, that's still the same world, but if you, you know, you got to dig if you want to know what the reference means. So I had a face man email off of face man from A Team. Faceman at Yahoo. When you said Faceman email, I thought you meant like Ben Rogers at Faceman. Yeah, I was like, what the yeah. fuck is Faceman? Oh, you guys never got on board Faceman? <laughs> yeah. It's a spin-off of Facebook for, for yeah, adults. Yeah. <laughs> for adult men. Yeah. <laughs> my dad and his well, friends. Yeah, right Faceman. Yeah. They're all on Faceman just comparing bowling all my, scores. Yeah. All my buddies are on Faceman yeah. now. Pete, who overworks out at Cisco, uh, posted on my wall on Faceman. Yeah. <laughs> Funny stuff about a meme. Yeah, you, you know got what a, that you is? Got a new Bowflex in his garage. I'm gonna come by and check it out. Um, so at 
Ben uh, underscore Rogers? Yes. Yeah. All right. R-O-D-G-E-R-S. <laughs> Check it out. That's how you spell it. Putting the D in Rogers, baby. That's what I'm going to be doing after this. <laughs> 33 years old. Stanger. Uh, mine is at Stone Stanger. Nice. At dude. Stone Stanger. Uh which is actually my kid's name now, and my Twitter's super dirty, so I feel bad <laughs> to let this horrible legacy for him. Like, real b- like d- bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> is Stone your middle name? Is Stone that- is my middle name. Oh, yeah. that's an awesome... Ta- a kid named Stone Stanger can only be an actor or a quarterback. Like, yeah. It's a Colt McCoy. Or a loser. Or, yeah. And unfortunately... We're flying towards that yeah, exit. Fly- right? Yeah, we're flying towards a loser for sure, unfortunately. Or that's your girlfriend's ex-boyfriend. Yes. Stone, <laughs> oh, Stone Stanger ruined another yeah. party. Yeah. Uh, now we're talking about your kid on a podcast. That feels weird. Uh, uh, I'm at John Gabris. Uh, subscribe. Thanks to HeadGum for the podcast. <laughs> Subscribe to this. Click like. Uh, Facebook it. Uh, oh, man, the Venmo me money. The enthusiasm <laughs> dropped so hard. Yeah. It's like, yeah, all right. Love you guys. Hey, uh, comment. Man, comment like. and rate it even if you don't like it. Yeah. That helps us climb the charts in iTunes. Right. That's what I listen to enough to podcasts and yeah. I should just be able to do this. All right. We good? <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.